All right, this is a more fascinating story than we possibly, we got about 10 minutes with our guest here, and we could talk hours. So there are two women in the world. We know here locally because of the local connection of Annie Malone, Mm -hmm. who became a millionaire selling hair care products to African-American women back in the 20s. Uh, uh, Madam C.J. Walker is the more famous person who did a who did that same business and became a millionaire, and there's a movie out there called on Netflix called Self Made, and our guest this morning is the great great granddaughter of Madam C.J. Walker, Alilia Bundles. Miss Bundles, welcome to the Greg and Dan Show. Good morning. Glad to be with you. It is great to talk to you. And you wrote a biography uh, back uh, in, on uh, back a few years ago called "On Her Own Ground" about your great great grandmother. Uh, did you know as a little girl who she was? I, I did. My mother was vice president of the Madam C. J. Oh. Walker Manufacturing Company when I was growing up in Indianapolis. So this was that part of your life growing up. National Historic Landmark. Yeah, okay. The, the the fact that a black woman in those times won out and was self-made is an amazing story. It is. It is. So what kind of woman was she, did you f- figure out? Well, I she had that origin story of being the first family in her, um, first child in her family to be born into freedom in 1867 in Delta, Louisiana. Um, but she was a resilient person who learned a lot from the women in her church, St. Paul African Methodist Episcopal Church in St. Louis. And though she was an uneducated washerwoman, they began to give her a vision of herself uh, and as a woman who could be successful. How many, I don't know, you, you can't obviously know because you weren't there firsthand, but is there any documentation, any stories about how many times she was told no? <laughs> excellent, excellent question. You know, I will say for those who have seen the Netflix series, it's not a historical document, so you can't take it for fact. My book on her own ground is I'm a journalist, so it's really based on, on fact. But, yes, of course, she experienced no many, many times from really from the time she was born in a very depressed and poor area of, of Louisiana. And one of my favorite stories about her, she w- wanted to speak at Booker T. Washington's 1912 National Negro Business League Convention, mm-hmm. and he refused to let her speak. And then finally on the last day, she just stood up and essentially said, you're going to let me speak, and she gave a really powerful. <laughs> did she? Did she? Uh, was uh, he turning her down because she was a woman? He was turned in part, but you know the other part is that he had his conference already planned. You know, if you plan a show, sure. you already got people booked. You don't want somebody just standing up. But so some of it was was that she was a woman. He also was kind of suspicious about the products that she sold. So he wasn't a big fan, but she won him over. Where did most of the manufacturing happen for her beauty products, her hair care products? In, in Indianapolis. It was. After she left St. Louis, she went to Denver, then Pittsburgh. But Indianapolis was the headquarters of the company starting in 1910. And I will say, when you talk about documentation, we are really fortunate that we have literally 40,000 pages of letters and records that have wow. been uh, digitized at the Indiana Historical Society. So Madam Walker was smart 
about bringing in a, a very a great executive team wow. that kept good records. So it, the 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 society of that time was, you know, probably closed against a black woman funding, getting how did she how did she build her business model and how did she get the word out? Well, you are right. There was not venture capital coming coming yeah. and knocking at her door. <laughs> But she she did it, you know, door by door, meeting by meeting, recruiting sales agents, really developing all over the United States and the Caribbean an army of sales agents who would sell the products to the other women who were her beauty culturists, as she called them. She was really a marketing genius. She advertised in the black newspapers. And while we don't think of it today, there were literally hundreds of black newspapers all over the country. So she would take out ads and some were nationally distributed and her speeches were really rousing. And so as she would go to a town, she would draw big crowds. That's how she marketed the product. Was she, uh, I, I don't think it's, ex- I don't mean this as a, a, a knock against it, but was she an early version of multi um, level marketing? Like, you know, not, you know, not so much multi-level marketing because she wasn't, it wasn't if you do the pyramid kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But she was more direct sales. Okay, okay. So she had a crew of ladies who went door to door to sell her product. That's right. that, that model works. Door to door. Yeah. Some of them had beauty salons on the main street in the black community. Some, as they said, were kitchen beauticians who did hair at home. <laughs> and so we've been learning, uh, courtesy of our friend uh, James uh, Agbara Bryson. Uh, right. And his relative, Annie Malone, who originally was from Peoria back in the day, who was in right. the same business, also became very successful. Were they friends? I, did, I get lost on that. So, you know, and I'm, I'm meeting Mr. Bryson later today. I'm really looking forward to that um, and because he tells the story of his very famous and wonderful uh, ancestor, Annie Malone. And yeah. these two women knew each other. Madam Walker, as some people may know, actually sold Annie Malone's products for a while, but then she struck out on her own. So they were rivals okay. in the tradition of uh, Tesla and Edison uh, and Steve Jobs and Bill Gates. Sure. It was a yeah. rivalry that was that intense, but both were very successful businesswomen and philanthropists. You kind of answered this when you said the the first of the first generation of free people and and getting her inspiration from other people at church. But it, uh, I mean, in today's society, even now, we we make excuses all people to set out and dream big like that. Uh, wh- where did that come from? Well, she, you know, she actually had seen some of that even in her childhood. After the Civil War, the area where she lived was predominantly black because there had been a need for so many people to pick cotton. That meant that her family minister was elected to the state senate in Louisiana during Reconstruction. Her brothers were barbers, so she learned something about fair care from them. But she saw the more middle-class members of the church who were really inspiring and mentoring her. So that's where some of it came from. And then some of it is just, you know, sheer genius. When you see people who become these self-made entrepreneurs uh, who set out a goal for themselves. 
All right. Well, I can't wait to see you this evening. My wife, by the way, Miss Yvonne, will be the moderator of the discussion the evening. So we're keeping it in the family with you today. Uh, well, you know, I I did my little googling and I said, oh my goodness, there's there's a connection. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to yeah. speaking with her and Everly Davis, oh. uh, the assistant curator and community engagement coordinator. Everly uh, is uh, five thirty uh, this evening in the auditorium. Five thirty tonight. Uh, five thirty to seven thirty. Peoria Riverfront Museum. Learn more about Madam C.J. Walker. Uh, Mr. Bryson, I don't, is he going to be there tonight talking about uh, stuff or not? Yes, yeah. he, he will be there. The subject- uh, and then we're also tomorrow at 2 p.m. I'm doing a, a presentation that I hope will help fill in some blanks about the uh, stories of both women. And, yeah, and uh, take a little bit of a grain of salt of the Netflix show. Not everything is accurate. That I would like to point That's that right. out. Octavia Spencer was great. She's but. outstanding. <laughs> On Her Ground is Miss Bundle's uh, book. Get it. Uh, it is the biography of her great-great-grandmother, Madam C.J. Walker. It is fantastic to have you in Peoria, and we'll see you tonight at the museum. I'm loving your town. Oh, my gosh. Thank you very much. Have a great day. <laughs> that was the best way to end that conversation, wasn't it? That was fantastic. Quick, somebody call the chamber. Somebody call Choose Greater Peoria. So we need that clip. We yeah. need that clip. Yeah. Uh, fascinating stuff, really, isn't it? When you look back at the time and you think, how, you, how you know, like it? a million people would tell her, you're not doing that. No. And she did it anyway. Yeah. And, and same way with Andy Malone. Yeah. Two strong ladies.